eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Gary Washburn of the Boston Globe talking game two aggression for you. Gary, good afternoon. How are you? Hey, guys. How's it going? It's uh, good. We just read the stat, Gary, from Second Spectrum Tracking. Game one featured Jason Tatum's second fewest touches, 13 and dribbles 34 in a fourth quarter this postseason. Is there a way to change that without forcing the issue? You could have them bring the ball up the floor. Uh, you can set some picks and create uh, some situations where you can score in the back door. Uh, you just got to be creative. You know, you got to be more creative. Um, they're not going to let him just have the ball and then take an open three, or they're going to blitz him, or they're going to get the ball out of his hands because they watched game seven like all of us did So uh, against the Sixers. So you, you got to be more creative. Uh, and Jason's got to move, too. You know, keep moving. Don't stop moving. Get the balls uh, in the middle of that zone. Maybe take a short jumper. And also rely on his mid-range, too. He's a good mid-range shooter. It doesn't always have to be threes or layups. Sometimes he can burn teams uh, with a short floater, short jumper, and, and that's the way to get him more looks. So, Gary, it's it's not like – I feel like everything coming out of, uh, you know, the Celtics, you know, uh, you know, all the media uh, uh, availability is we just got to work harder, we got to try harder, we got to give more effort. Is it, is it that simple? No, they got to be better defensively. Their schemes have to be better. They have to – they're overhelping at times. They've got to do something with Jimmy Butler, make sure he doesn't get the, the ball in his preferred spots. They got to rebound better, um, and they got to guard the three-point line. You, you just can't let some of these guys have open threes. You know, I mean, none of these, none of the Heat, none of the Heat players, the Vincents and the Loves and the Martins and the Struces are bad three-point shooters. They're average or above average. Okay, they're not great. You got Steph Curry out there, but if you give guys open three-pointers, they're generally going to hit it. These are professional players. You cannot just let guys have open looks. And, and that was the case. Now, some of it was overemphasizing, you know, doubling Jimmy and letting Caleb Martin. Yeah, if you get beat by Caleb Martin, if he hits six or seven threes, 
uh, like Grant did in Game Seven against the Bucks last year. You got to tip your cap, but you can't give them open looks, and then also your interior defense is failing. So they've got to be better defensively, and they've got to have more force offensively. Get to the free throw line, take more three pointers. That's what they want to do. They only took twenty nine in Game One. Uh, the Heat took more three pointers, and the Heat are not. Uh, that's they're not a three point shooting team. They don't shoot a lot, but they did. Uh, in game one, so the Celtics have to do a lot of things schematically, more than just playing hard. Gary Washburn of the Boston Globe Aggression Fourier breaking down game two, Celtics and Heat tonight over at the TD Garden. I know that the numbers aren't as big, Gary, as Nikola Jokic, but there is kind of that like stat filler feel to Jimmy Butler. So how does Boston solve the Butler riddle? Uh, you make him take tough shots. You don't foul him as much. You don't let. You don't want him to get to the line 10, 12 times in a game. Like that's just too much. Uh, you know, he shot fifty percent from the field. He was eleven for twenty-two, twelve for twenty-two. Like a lot of those shots were at his spots. You can't let him get to his spots. Uh, you know, you got to blitz him at times. Make him make playmaker plays. Let you know, pass to an open teammate as opposed to just getting that. You know, because he he'll wait you out. You know, you'll, you think you're playing good defense, and then all of a sudden he'll just spin, take a fadeaway, swish. Or he'll fake you, get you get you to jump, then throw the ball up. He has no intention on making that shot, but he has intention on having you foul him. That's how he gets his point. So you just got to be smarter and more intelligent. And at times, if Jimmy goes for 40, but the rest of the guys go for a combined 50 or 60, that's only 100 points. You should win that game. So sometimes let Jimmy go off the Bam Adebayo can't go for 20, and four other guys can't go for 15. That's not going to be a winning recipe. Yeah, so do you feel pretty confident about, I would just say, the, the different mindset that we keep hearing about that needs to go on, uh, all, all, one, throughout the game, and two, specifically just turn the page into this game? Do you feel pretty confident that they have, I guess, learned their lesson once again? Uh, I would like to think they've learned their lesson, yes. I, I can't recall what this team is going to do. Uh, confident. I would. I, I would not say I'm confident that they're going to go out there and win by 20. I think they'll play a better game, but I don't think Miami will play as well. I think that was probably their best game offensively of the series. But that doesn't mean they can't win game two by playing 75 percent of that if the Celtics aren't good. So the Celtics have to go out there and make a statement and understand that Miami's not going to give up. So you're going to have to win the game playing 48 minutes. Gary, what are you expecting Eric Spolstra to do differently, if anything, here in this game, too? Uh, he'll probably try to get guys more open shots. The Duncan Robinsons, the Max Drews, he'll, he'll put pressure on the three-point line, try to open up the paint. He'll probably give the ball to Bam out of bio a little bit more, exploit him more offensively. And, you know, I think that's it. You know, I think that they played very well. They moved the ball well. All their guys had their moments. Kyle Lowry had his moments. Caleb Martin had his moments. Max Drew had a 13-point third quarter. Uh, so I don't know how much more he can do to make them score better because they did everything they were supposed to do in game one. But I do think he'll give them some different looks and try to exploit uh, the out-of-bio matchup, whoever he's matched up with, and probably try to get his shooters more shots. So we're talking to Gary Washburn of the Boston Globe. Gary, so um, other than the first two off the bench, Derek White, and Malcolm Brogdon. Um, do you think we'll see anybody else other than those two, maybe a little bit more Pritchard, maybe a Grant Williams? I would think Williams or Hauser to stretch the floor. 
Uh, I think Williams would be of use in this game. I don't know why he's not playing. I People ask me that. I have no idea what the, what's going on with Grant Williams or what happened with Grant Williams. I think the Peyton Pritchard minutes, uh, you know, were, were so-so. He tried, but, you know, having him isolated on Jimmy Butler is just not a good idea for the Celtics. Uh, but I do think they'll dig deeper into their bench. They'll try to stretch the floor and take more threes. And Williams and Hauser are both good three-point shooters. Do you think uh, that – I know you mentioned the aggressiveness needs to pick up. Do the centric, Do the Celtics need to be more Tatum-Brown-centric in the fourth quarter? Or is this one of those where we trust Joe Mazzula to kind of manage that based on the way the game is going heading into a fourth quarter? Well, I think the stars got to be the stars in the fourth quarter. I mean, Tatum's got to be able to score a bucket, you know. That's just that's just unheard of. And he's got to be able to, you know, he got to the free throw line, but he can't turn the ball over. He can't be hesitant. He can't be tentative. He's got to go up there and take the game over at times. Or pass the ball to Al, you know, to give Al an open three. Or Brogdon. Or White. You know, if they're going to double you, they're going to trip you at times, give it to an open teammate and have faith in him. And that's what they've done all year. Uh, Gary, are you uh, are you set for that Miami travel? Like, I'm I'm sure it's like, boy, it's intoxicating being here. It's really nice, lots to do, and the weather's really good. But you're jamming in two games in uh, three days. What is it like for the traveling basketball scribe to go to places like Miami this time of year? Is it even fun at all? Oh, well, you try to have some fun, maybe have a good dinner or whatever. Um, some some of the riders stay on the beach or try to stay near South Beach. Others just, you know, stay in the Brickell area where they're a nice nice area of the city near the, near the arena and just enjoy the weather, enjoy, you know, sit out by the pool of the hotel, things like that. Just try to enjoy because obviously it's going to be summer down there. So the weather is going to be a little bit hotter than here. So you just try to enjoy that. Rack up those points and miles, baby. There you go. That's what it's all about if you're traveling. Gary Washburn of the Boston Globe. Gary, thank you, friend. We appreciate it. We'll catch you soon. Thank you. Thanks, guys.